Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fluently Forward podcast. Today we are talking uh, about celebrity conspiracy theories, but like political celebrities. I want to, uh, I hope my door is locked. I want to talk about the Clintons today, Bill and Hillary. There are so many conspiracy theories around this political power couple, and the most is all about the Clinton body count. I don't know if you've heard about this before. I just kind of assume everyone's in the same internet trench as I am. I need to remind myself that not everyone else is, <laughs> which, by the way, probably great for like your eyes and your cortisol levels if you're not trolling the same forums I am. But I started hearing about this, I think, like back when I was in college, this whole idea that the Clintons will suicide people. And I think with Jeffrey Epstein, people, that was kind of, I hate to say that like it was a big win for conspiracy theorists because like I would have rather the whole situation didn't happen, but it was such a big win because I feel like you pull nine out of 10 people on the street and you say, hey, did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? And, or wait, sorry, you pull 10 people on the street and nine of them are going to say, definitely not. And this just kind of proved that powerful people can make somebody, quote unquote, commit suicide when really they were assassinated. So let's talk a little bit about the Clintons. So this Clinton body count conspiracy theory has been around for a pretty long time, uh, since at least the 1990s. And a film called The Clinton Chronicles, it was produced by a guy named Larry Nichols, it accused Bill Clinton of multiple crimes, including murder. And this conspiracy theory over the years basically says that Bill and Hillary have been responsible for as many as 50 or more assassinations throughout time. And I know that a lot of people sometimes are like, well, what do you mean that somebody is responsible for assassination? Maybe people did commit suicide. I'm going to read you, not all of them, because, you know, it's more than 50, but I'm going to read you some of these instances where it is full on House of Cards, Game of Thrones, like you are going to be like me putting on your tinfoil hat and being like, how has this not been investigated? Because there are stories of people committing suicide where they shoot themselves in the head and there's two bullet holes in their head. So tell me how somebody shoots themselves in the head once and then they do it a second time. Anyway, I'm getting like fired up. Let's just get into some of the details. Okay, so here's a brief kind of summary of the people who are related to the Clintons and what a coincidence they happen to die. Keep in mind, like I'm gonna probably read these off to you and the first five you're gonna be like, okay, that could happen, that could happen. As we start to get up to the higher numbers, it is ridiculous. It gets to a point where it's like, if you are too close to the Clintons, up your life insurance, because just based off of probability and odds, you might be dying soon. So let's start with C. Victor Razor II. He was a national finance co-chairman for Bill Clinton, and he died in a plane crash along with his son and three others on July 30th, 1992 during a fishing trip. And people believe that the crash was deliberately caused. You're going to hear a lot of car accidents and plane accidents where the car and plane just don't work. We have Mary Mahone. She was a White House intern who in the summer of 1997 was gunned down outside of a Starbucks in the Georgetown suburb of DC. So I think that's pretty interesting that she was associated with the Clintons and just happened to be gunned down. Like how many people do you know where they have that death happen to them? We have Vincent W. Foster. He was a deputy White House counsel and he was found dead outside of DC in 1993. An autopsy determined that he was shot in the mouth and no other wounds were found. So his death was ruled a suicide, but it was very, very suspicious. 
We have Seth Rich, who was the subject of an unsolved murder in 2016, and it came out later that he was responsible for WikiLeaks' release of the DNC emails during the 2016 presidential campaign, where it was Clinton against Trump. We have a reporter, Chris Sign. He broke the news of a meeting between Bill Clinton and the attorney general. Then he happened to die. It was ruled a suicide. So we have a guy named Daniel Moynihan. Moynihan, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So he died in a plane crash in 1999, and Hillary Clinton happened to be elected into his seat that was now open just a couple months later. All right, this one's pretty crazy. There's this guy named Edward Eugene Wiley Jr. And uh, he was a Clinton fundraiser. Like he worked for the Clinton's fund, whatever, their nonprofit. And his wife, Kathy Wiley, she said in 60 Minutes that Bill Clinton had sexually assaulted her. And then she also testified against a different sexual harassment suit against Bill Clinton. And Edward, her husband, was found dead in the Virginia woods. His death was ruled a suicide, of course. There is Ron Brown, who served as Secretary of Commerce during the first term of President Bill Clinton. He died in a plane crash. There's this one, Jerry Parks. He was the head of the security for the Clinton headquarters during Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. He was killed in 1993 as he left a Mexican restaurant on the edge of Little Rock, Arkansas, and he just happened to be killed by a man in another car that shot him 10 times. So... I guess he just happened to be shot by a man in a car. No, like it was obviously an assassination. Okay, I don't want this to get too boring with like all of the names. You can obviously, if you Google around Clinton body count, you're gonna see so, so, literally so much more of this. Um, But just look into it because look, it is crazy that so many people close to the Clintons have died in a private plane crash or somebody happened to shoot them or they happened to commit suicide out in the woods, even though there was one story. Sorry. Okay. You know what? I'm going to have to share it. There was one story of a woman who literally had a suitcase packed and then she was found to have committed suicide in her living room. Tell me that doesn't sound like a woman who just found out that the Clintons are about to murder her, so she packed a suitcase to leave, and then she got assassinated. Why would anyone pack a suitcase and then commit suicide? Anyway. And then, of course, we have Jeffrey Epstein. There are a couple people in my mind who I think could have killed Jeffrey Epstein. Bill Clinton flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 26 times. And I know that the Clintons keep saying, oh, no, he wasn't friends. He wasn't friends. Everybody used the jet. Let me put this into perspective for you. He flew on that plane with Jeffrey Epstein 26 times. I think of my best friend in the world, my best friend, like my soulmate, who I have known for over a decade. We've probably flown on a plane together four times. I think of my family members. I don't even know if I've flown with my brother on a plane 26 times, and that's my family. So it's just like, how can you say that you don't know someone if you have had 26 plane rides with them? And it's not like you're getting on the plane and then getting off like it's a subway car, like you're obviously talking and going to the same destination. I just find it so ludicrous that like we as a society, and like now I'm really getting up on the soapbox, but I just find it so stupid that like it will look like a teen 
lip synced the n-word in a tiktok when she really didn't and people spend all of this time being like let's zoom in on her mouth did she do it or like couch guy let's cancel him and it's just like imagine if we took all of this internet power and investigative energy and we took it to the Clintons and we said, tell me exactly what you were doing on that plane with Jeffrey Epstein because you were there 26 times. So I'd like for you to explain at least 10 of the times, at least five. You're not even explaining one. Like we as a public have the right to this information, especially because guess what Bill and Hillary are? They're public servants. Like I feel like we live in this time nowadays where people are just like, we have to do what the government tells us. We have to do what political leaders tell us. Like, no, the government and the governmental leaders are here to serve us. That's the purpose of a government, a good government. Not not all governments are like that. Some are dictatorships, but that's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, sorry guys, I'm getting like a little bit ranty. You can tell I care I care a lot about stuff related to this topic. So let us talk about other people who might have killed Jeffrey Epstein. Of course, we have the royal family. And then we also have Trump. And I think what I find so frustrating about everything that was going on with Jeffrey Epstein, once again, you might not have been in like the same forums, but I feel like he was such a meme that everyone kind of paid attention to the story for a bit. It was just so frustrating that people on the right, I consider myself someone who's in the middle. I mean, technically I'm liberal, but I just, I find the hardcore left people on Twitter so annoying that I'm like, no, 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 I'm moderate, but I'm not. Anyway, so I follow a bunch of people from the left and the right, because I have people in my family who are left and right. I have friends who are left and right. And I just feel like I always want to know what people are talking about. Like, after each debate, I go to like the left subreddits and I go to the right subreddits and I just like I just want to see how people are thinking because I consider myself open to like I at least want to know how someone's mind works, even if I disagree with them on that, you know? Okay, so anyway. Since I follow a bunch of people on the left and the right, when all of the Epstein stuff was coming out, everyone on the right was like, Bill Clinton was best friends with him. He flew on the Lolita Express. Look at all of this. And then everyone on the left was like, no, no, no. Here's a video of him with Donald Trump. He was best friends with Donald Trump. Look at that. And it was just all like, I'm pointing a finger here. I'm pointing a finger there. And I was just here like with my finger up my ass going like, when are we going to talk about the actual problem, which is the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was operating a sex trafficking ring for the elites. Like that is a fact. It's no longer a conspiracy theory. That is a fact. And we're not going to talk about like who's now operating this or what happened to the girls or how we stop it from next time. Instead, we're just going to use it as like this weird ploy. Like remember when Donald Trump at the um, presidential debates between Trump and Clinton, he brought a bunch of people into the audience who were people who said they had been sexually harassed by Bill Clinton. And it's just like to me, it's so disrespectful. Like we don't even care about the victims anymore. We're just using rape and assault as like a pawn in our political game it is so wrong to me i just find it so wrong okay sorry guys i got ranty let's get back to the clintons and to just like lighten it up a little bit let's talk about some blind items related to the clintons because um it's not just all people killing themselves <laughs> um there's also some gossip and drama so allegedly bill clinton and hillary clinton i don't think they've slept in the same bed for the last like 15 years at the very least there are conspiracy theories that Bill Clinton has had this. There's also conspiracy theories that Bill Clinton dated Ghislaine Maxwell, bringing it back to the Epstein stuff, even though I said I would move on. But that's that's a tale for another time. 
Basically, I heard that Bill Clinton had had this girlfriend for like five to eight years. It was a long-term girlfriend. And she even had a code name, The Eagle, that the Secret Service would refer to her as. And she had an entirely separate house that was just down the road from Bill Clinton's house. And basically, it's like an open secret in Hollywood that, I mean, sorry, it's an open secret in D.C. And I feel like we all know it, too. These people are not in love. They are married just for show. Okay, so let me read off some blind items. We have, which by the way, I should do an entire episode on Naomi Campbell and how she's linked to Jeffrey Epstein, but she's also linked to Bill Clinton. We have a blind item for 2015 saying this married A++ list celebrity, Bill Clinton, has been well-behaved for the past six months, but even he could not pass up a chance to hook up with Naomi Campbell who always attends his charity functions. Then we also have, oh God, this makes my skin crawl to read it. Basically saying, I'm just gonna plug in the riddles with the names of the actual people. Naomi Campbell had threesomes with Bill Clinton and his girlfriend of choice. It wouldn't shock me if she also had one with Bill Clinton and his former sidekick, Doug Band, who later became the brief boyfriend of the model until she realized he didn't have enough money to keep her happy. The idea of Bill Clinton having a threesome with anyone makes me feel sick it really just does there was a blind item in 2014 basically talking about what i mentioned about this fake marriage saying what political power couple were once described as the new fdr and eleanor roosevelt yes it's that kind of arrangement and then we have one here saying uh once again i'll plug in the names bill clinton visited a film set in nyc and spent 45 minutes in a trailer with gina gershon I mean, the guy is married. No one even bat an eye that the two were first spending time alone in her trailer. It was the second time that he visited the set, but it was the first time the trailer was rocking. So (laughs) there we go. We also have so many, so many blind items about what's going on with the Clinton Foundation. And I hope I'm not coming across as like a crazy right wing conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy theorist of everything. I just really don't trust the Clintons. But, you know, give it like an episode and I'll be doing conspiracy theories on Trump. I'm an equal opportunity theorist. But the Clinton Fund or the Clinton Foundation has allegedly been embezzling since the very, very start. It basically according to blinds funded chelsea clinton's entire wedding and by the way do you want to know who was at chelsea clinton's wedding sorry guys i had to re-record a section this is me the next day but um Ghislaine maxwell was at chelsea clinton's wedding like i'll post a photo on my instagram but there's an actual photograph of bill walking chelsea down the aisle and Ghislaine maxwell's head is popping out of the aisle to look you know how like i don't know people do that at weddings and it just absolutely staggers me how it's like hey bill you flew on the jet 26 times oh no no i didn't we weren't really friends not going to talk about it hey do you know galaine maxwell because she was at your daughter's wedding oh no i I don't know how she got there not going to talk about it she got there because you fucking invited her like you only invite the closest circle to your family's wedding and we're all just going to pretend like oh she got there by accident the clintons had no idea It just blows my mind how we're not like pressing these people about it. Now, of course, it wouldn't really be a Clinton video if I didn't talk about Monica Lewinsky and everything that happened with that. So I'm going to read a little bit of what somebody on a forum posted here because I think they did a good job of summing it up. But this is just kind of food for thought on that whole scandal. So, quote, 
I was doing some extensive research on their affair, and a lot of his interviews talking about Monica and even the most recent one, he expressed how he's been watching over her over the years and even went into detail about her recent master degree and the university she got it from. He said that he wished she had a normal life and wouldn't be stuck. He said that he hated how the FBI treated her during the investigation with their threats of sending her to prison for 27 years if she didn't corroborate with them. He even let it slip that he watched her TED Talk video. And this poster says, I found out that he gave her over a dozen gifts even after she left the White House. The first gift he gave her was the same gift he gave Hillary on their first date. I had heard about that before. That's me now talking. Anyway, back to the post. I'm sorry, but if I was Hillary, I would have left Bill after that Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Also, they had a lot of phone conversations, blah, blah, blah. Then they say, I'm really good at picking up energy and body language, and I can tell that there's a lot of feelings going on between them. I don't know how Hillary didn't find out earlier about their affair. Hillary was denying the affair until the infamous blue dress came up, end quote. I think that I think that Hillary Clinton knew what was going on, but whatever. I also think, too, like, it really steams me how I think this whole idea of like a political narrative kind of makes people weaken their morals when it comes to people who like they want to promote politically. I don't know, like, there's so much to think about this topic. But I find it really disappointing that now people are like Bill Clinton, like I miss the Clintons, like, oh, he's so sweet. He's like a big teddy bear. And it's just like, this guy almost ruined Monica Lewinsky's life. First of all, not only the amount of power going on in that affair is ridiculous. Like, you want to talk about how Harvey Weinstein having power over actresses or an older guy having power over a younger girl? I cannot even fathom. If you talk about a power dynamic, the president of the United States, I cannot think of who's higher. Like, I cannot think of someone who's higher. So, obviously, there was a power play going on. And the fact that it happened in his office, too, like they couldn't even get a hotel room. And I'm using the royal they, you know, I put all the blame on Bill. But I just think that shows a lot about his psyche. Like it was all about power for him, I think, which then makes me really curious about why he's friends with Jeffrey Epstein, because if he's associating sexual acts with power from younger females and pushing the limits, oh, I'm not supposed to be with her, but I am with her, and then I'm going to push the limits even more, and she's going to blow me in my freaking office. It's just like, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, but what I do want to say is that I find it so disturbing that not only did he lie to everyone and smear her name and make her out to be a liar, saying that he did not have sexual relations with her. Do you want to know the craziest thing? He would have gotten away with it. He would have. Because if that blue dress with the cum stain on it wasn't kept and used for evidence, the narrative we have today would be completely different. Nobody would have believed Monica. Nobody. Her name would have been smeared. He would have still been president. The scandal wouldn't have happened. Her life would have been completely ruined. All of her family, all of her friends, this would have completely decimated her, like decimated her if she didn't have that piece of evidence. And he would have been fine with letting that happen because he was going to deny it. And they were denying it up until the point that that blue dress came up. If you don't know the story in the blue dress and how there was come on it, I probably sound, you know what? I probably sound insane either way, but that's just a feeling and I have to get it out. So there we go. Okay, we are coming up on the 20-minute mark here, and um, yeah, political blind items and political conspiracy theories. Sorry about the honk. Um, I know it's like a little bit different than what I do, and I find it, it kind of hard to talk about on TikTok because I feel like 
TikTok and Twitter, all of these short form social media sites, it's very easy to say one thing in 60 seconds and for it to be misconstrued. So I'm kind of nervous to talk politics on there. But I just have to say, not a fan of the Clintons. Um, Even if the blind items aren't true, I think what happened with Monica Lewinsky is pretty freaking disgusting that he would have just let her reputation be ruined like that and lied, even though he knew she was telling the truth. Just like, what a dirty, dirty thing to do. And also, look up the Clinton body count conspiracy theory because there are so many plane crashes, there are so many car accidents, there are so many people being shot in broad daylight, and there are so many suicides that are happening with multiple multiple gunshots. So I'd be very curious, have you heard of any of these theories before? Like, are people talking about this? I feel like I know about it because I'm on all of the conspiracy subreddits, but let me know, like, have you heard of this before? Have you not? Do you find it true? Do you not? And if there's any other political conspiracy theories, like, I'm always down to dive into a rabbit hole. So feel free to let me know what you've heard, and I will catch you for the next Fluently Forward episode. Bye, guys.